It's the Bayside Report. It is Thursday, May 18th, 4.19 p.m. in the fucking afternoon. I'm done with work. I hope you're getting done with work, too. Or if you're just starting work, God bless. Here's something to get you fucking kicked off. I hope everyone had a good Mother's Day. Mother's Day! Shout out to all the moms. I didn't even mention Mother's Day on last Friday's episode of the Bayside Report. But shout out to my fucking mom. We'll call this Orthodox Mother's Day. You know the Orthodox Church likes to do everything a little bit later on. But I'm going to talk about my mom real quick. She's up in Pittsburgh. They're visiting here in a few weeks, thank God. It's tough being apart from them, for sure. I haven't seen them since April. It's been, yeah, it's been like three weeks since I've seen them. But my mom is tough as fucking nails. The best cook around. You want to talk about tacos, chicken, pasta, soup, salad, anything. Pork chops. I mean, steak. The list goes on. My mother can do it all. The best cook in the world. Undisputed. The house. Is there a drop of dust? Is there a drop of dirt? No. Not at all. Because you know who comes through with that Swiffer, that vacuum, and makes sure that shit is spotless. My mother. The goat. Shout out to my mom. Um, yeah, dude. Moms are Moms are so fucking important. Every time you need some advice, whether it's, it's household advice, relationship advice, work advice, whatever it is. Your mothers are always there. Your mothers are always there. I paid $21.39 for a tire rotation today. That seemed like a fucking steal. I have never, you know, I was expecting $50 for a tire rotation, maybe 60 after tax. But no, it was $21.39. Thank you, Mavis. Tires. It's nice to know. You know, we're living in this dystopian inflation shithole that something's reasonably priced. A, a tire rotation costs the same as two, two dinners from Chipotle. Two Chipotle bowls cost the same as a tire rotation. That's pretty fucking wild. To put into perspective, it's graduation season, everyone. It's high school graduation season. It's college graduation season. So for the high schoolers graduating right now, this is probably the best time of your life. So if you're in high school listening to this, soak that shit in. You're running around with your friends. You know, maybe you still got that high school part-time job. Maybe you work that job with a few of your friends. You guys are fucking excited. You're going to have all, you have all these graduation parties lined up with all your boys. Maybe some of you guys are going to college together. Maybe some of y'all are staying back in your hometown, going to community college together or going to trade school, whatever you're doing. God bless and good luck. But enjoy yourself when you're 18, 19. This summer, I'd say senior year summer after high school was probably one of the best three month stretches. We all worked at a pizza shop together, kayak. You golf, maybe play wiffle ball, and you just kind of enjoy those last days until you, you all go your separate ways, wherever you may go. So after college, the college graduation is different, though. Ours was different because it was right in the middle of COVID. So that COVID graduation, it was just kind of a, you really didn't know. I worked I worked for this auction company, lived at home, and just you know, just fucking zip recruiter. 
it's all you could do. You know, no one was, it was 2020. No one was hiring. Golf courses were closed until after graduation, after college graduation. So the experience wasn't the same, but yeah, the high school, the high school summer after senior year. That's a great time. I'm cat sitting this weekend. My sister bringing over my nephew, Ollie, the tuxedo cat. I, I've had a long journey with cats. You know, I, I always was allergic to pets growing up. Dogs, cats, anytime you put me in the room with either one growing up, it was just an instant allergy onslaught. You just have the fucking pollen, the eyes puffing up, the coughing, the sneezing, the wheezing, the tears from the just allergies coming out of your eyes. It was, it was miserable. You couldn't even be around a pet. So my parents never had pets for that reason. Except for one time, my uncle, he lived in Dallas and rest in peace, Uncle Nelson. He's no longer with us, but my uncle Nelson was living in Dallas. This is around 05, 06. So Uncle Nelson was an interesting character. He, he lived an interesting life. We'll, we'll, get, into, we'll get into Uncle Nelson's storyline, I'm sure, as, as the Bayside Report unfolds. Pretty much Uncle Nelson mailed my family from Texas to Pennsylvania, a tarantula, a tarantula, a live tarantula in the mail. This is like 06, 2005, 2006. I was fucking excited. He mailed it in a bucket. You know, it had hole. the bucket had air holes in the side, but this tarantula got sent in the, you know, right through the postal service. No sweat. So if you, if anyone out there needs to mail a tarantula, I'm sure it's not an issue. I, I would try the postal service, you know, get the bucket with the, with the whole slots in it. So the tarantula can uh, breathe. But I'm sure it'll be okay. So we named, I didn't name the tarantula. My parents named the tarantula Tranny. Tranny the tarantula. He was a great tarantula. But my, my parents were freaked out about him. They, they, we always had to keep him outside in a terrarium on our deck. You know, they went, I was like, come on, let me just bring the, bring the tarantula up to my room. You know, let, let tra- Tranny the tarantula. I'm like eight, seven or eight, by the way. It shows what kind of household I was dealing with at the time. I wanted them to come up. You know, I was like, come on, Tranny, come up to my room. You could fucking easily just chill in my room. But my parents were like, no, nah, you got to, you know, you never know. You got to leave the tarantula outside. My parents weren't, weren't big uh, pet people. So we leave them outside. Hot summer in Pittsburgh, July, August. He gets baked out in the sun and... Tranny the tarantula passed away. One of the most heartbreaking days of my life. My parents, they've apologized. They know. They know they could have changed the fate of Tranny the tarantula. I don't know. Let me Google that real quick. What's the what's the lifespan of a tarantula? Una memento. Because if he could have still been with us lifespan 25 years 15 to 25 years all right i got i got some explaining to do to my mom and dad 
might have to think they owe me a new tarantula. Tranny the tarantula could have still fucking been with us. That's sad. So yeah, we got him in 06. And it's 2023. So yeah. He would have been he would have been a senior citizen tarantula. And he probably would have been down here with me. Anyways, anywho, rest in peace, Tranny the Tarantula, rest in peace, Uncle Nelson. Um, <laughs> we move onward and upward, but back to cats. So I was allergic to the dogs and cats growing up. And then somehow I I evolved. I got used to it. You know, they would still bother me, but I'd always just say, fuck it, I'm going to put up with it. And you, you really can't take a Zyrtec or a Claritin daily if you're if you're around a pet daily or just whenever you're going to be around it and and you're usually you're fine so i just got to the point though you know the cat will sometimes you know fuck with my allergies dogs still do a lot of course if i take a claritin it's all right but i could go around cats without usually having to medicate at all with zyrtec or claritin whatever whatever it may be but a lot of people talk shit on cats i get it I get it. Some cats can be mean. Some cats are independent. Some cats don't like to, you know, be friendly. And that's fine. I've I've met a few cats that are scared and like that. But honestly, it's few and far between. Every cat I've dealt with on the grand scheme, you know, I'd say 80% of the cats I've dealt with have been friendly, want, want love, affection, want to come up to you. 20% of the cats I've dealt with have been you know, shy, but it's, it really doesn't happen a whole lot. So I'm, I'm a cat guy. I'm a team cat guy. And it's, you know, everyone's like, Oh, you gotta be a dog, 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 dog. I'm not, I don't have the time to take the thing with the cat. The cat can shit in its own, on its own time. Like, you know, if you're even lucky enough, you could train a cat to go number two and number one in the fucking toilet. I've seen that on social media quite a lot. If you, you know, you don't even have to do the, the litter box route and yeah, litter boxes are gross, but you even have the covered litter boxes. Those are great. Or like I said, you could train the cat to use the toilet. The thing with dogs, you have to walk the dog at least twice a day, you know, maybe I'd say three or four times, depending on the dog breed as someone who has to go in the office twice a week. That poor dog is going to be sitting in a house for nine hours, at least nine hours by itself. You know, that's just a cat can maintain. The cat can just go sit on the toilet and drop a deuce, you know, flip through a magazine. A cat could, you could get a toy for the cat so the cat could just fucking kick it around or better yet, fenced in a patio, a window. They're fine. They have birds to look at. But that poor dog, man, you got that dog sitting in the house all day. So you have to, you can't, I feel like you can't have a dog, a happy dog in a little apartment. You have to have a house with property. Maybe if you work, if you work from home and you live in the country, lots of land, that's a dog. That's perfect for a dog. But you know, if you're an apartment dweller, not much space, maybe you go in the office, the cat, the cat's up your alley, the cat's up your alley. So I don't get all the cat hate. There's a lot of great cats out there. Tuxedo cats. I feel like tuxedo cats are known to be more friendly. What's the friendliest cat breed? Friendliest cat breed. The ragdoll. The ragdoll cat. 
So I was completely wrong. Uh, the main coon, the Siamese, Persian cats, a lot of friendly cats out there. And you can just find cats. Like you can just find cats, you know, get their shots, get their fleas taken care of, deworm them. I feel like a cat's a lot cheaper than a dog. You know, I feel like a cat, cats aren't as expensive. And they live, they live for, for fucking ever. Cats are very, uh, they have a lot of longevity to them. Certainly have a lot of longevity. So yeah, I got the cat for the weekend. That's my dude. He just, he comes up to me, he'll purr. He does like this whole, Murr! when he, it's like saying hello. And then he'll, you know, you pick him up, purr. You just, you know, you pet the ears. It's game over. But sometimes he likes to, sometimes he, he's a ferocious cat and you got to give him a space. Sometimes he doesn't like to be fucked with. So sometimes he'll, you know, he'll, he might claw you. He might bite you. You know, you definitely, he'll bite you out of love, but then he'll lick you after to get the point across. Dog, I, I did, I volunteered at the Humane Society with dogs. And this actually put me over the edge with my, you know, this put me in better graces with dogs because I was always just kind of scared of that allergic factor with dogs growing up. I was like, yeah, I don't know. But then this kind of pushed me past that as well. I kind of got more acquainted because I got an underage in high school, senior year. So I had to do 40 hours of community service. And with that, it was just a simple, you know, I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to go to the Humane Society and walk dogs. That's going to, you know, get me acquainted with the dogs. And it's kind of kind of therapeutic, you know, you're just walking dogs. Through, through trails, you know, you have to pick up shit, but whatever, it's fine. So I go there, you know, they do a little training and everything and, you know, you log your hours and there's the first dog and the whole time, the whole time I'm there, me and this dog just build a bond. His name was Havoc. He was a Rottweiler. So this Rottweiler, he's eight years old. His name's Havoc. And I was always, you know, I was always more of a small dog kind of fan I was never you know I was always kind of not really a big fan of the bigger dogs but I fell in love with this Rottweiler right away sweetest dog I've ever I've ever been around me and him were best friends the second I got there every day I'd walk him first then I'd take him out again sorry for the dog favoritism but you know it happens so me and Havoc were boys and and Havoc really pushed me over the edge with my uh, fear of, you know, that the dog allergies and everything. And then there were a few others. I tried, I, I, I tried to target the bigger dogs for that reason. I was like, all right, I got to fuck with these bigger dogs. There was a German Shepherd that would drag you around. There was this little beagle drag you. I totally dragged. It, it was, you know, the dog's walking you, motherfucker. You have no choice. You have no choice at all. That dog is walking you. But I loved it. If you're ever going to do community service, if you ever get arrested and you need to do community service, go to the Humane Society. That's probably your best bet. You'll have a good time. Get to hang out with dogs. And cats too. Yeah, you could go pet the cats. But at that point, I was eh. I wasn't really, I wasn't really fond with cats. I, I know why. Because I, I dated this girl in high school who had a cat that was just a one of those cats 
that was only loyal to its family didn't fuck with you if you, if you weren't you know pretty much in the house so that cat kind of scarred me at first but then i've had cats progressively throughout my life that have you know kind of changed that tone for me but here on the base high report we have a new fucking segment new segment alert it's the fuck face alert who's the fuck face i don't know you're about to find out it's john morant John Moran, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Why do you have a what? Why do you have a gun? Oh, we already went through this. We already went through this, John Moran. You had the gun. Why? Come on, you're an NBA star. You came from a good family. No need for the guns, job. Put the guns down, job. Put the guns down, job. Put the guns down, job. Yeah. Fuck yeah. There's no sponsor this week for the fuck face of the week. It's sponsored by the Bayside Report. Yours truly. That's who. Those who have seen our fantasy football or baseball updates know what that would be about. But if you don't know what that was about, well, you'll learn someday. Anyways, the Bayside Report moves on. I was thinking about smart home devices. So you got Alexa. You have Alexa. Alexas are, you know, a lot of people have them. I'm, I'm anti-Alexa. I'm not ever going to have an Alexa. Because I don't want, you know, that's just another device listening. It's just another device listening in on you. But just think, what if the smart home devices, you know, they have smart fridges. What if they have, you know, like a smart dishwasher, like Darlene the dishwasher. Darlene the ditzy dishwasher. Or Michael the menacing microwave. Michael the mad microwave. Randy the refrigerator. I know two I know two R adjectives I could use to describe Randy, but I don't you know, we don't want to do that. Randy the rabid refrigerator. Randy the Randy the respectful refrigerator. Those are better. Think about it. You're gonna have you're gonna have a microwave with a mood disorder in about 20 years you're gonna have a your refrigerator is gonna need a dose of clonopin every day who knows darlene darlene the ditzy dishwasher might need some adhd medicine to keep her on the fucking straight and narrow to make sure your dishes are fucking taken care of but you need to get rid of your alexa if you got that alexa shit in your house get rid of it it's not needed you know you could just you could just fucking google it you know, just Google it. Pull out your phone and Google it. Siri's still fine. I think Siri's still acceptable. But it's up to you. I'm just advising, don't use Alexa. All right. That's it for the Bayside Report. Just a quick discussion, some quick banter, some quick bullshit. We'll be back soon. Probably within a few days or so. Have a good weekend. It's almost June. It's almost Memorial Day. Hope you get those fucking cookout plans set. Have those cookout plans set. Get the fucking hot dogs, the hamburgers ready. And get your fucking squad activated. God bless, Godspeed, Excelsior.